0: Welcome to a classic edition of Satellite Sisters. This is Liz Dolan. Uh, We have a show here for you today that is actually November 2007. You'll hear Sheila and Monica talk about the birth of the lab rats, which is a pretty major moment in our history. and They also review soy milk. I'm sure you need that. And then Leon has a great interview here with Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. We love having so many new listeners, so we want you to know that there are hundreds of shows in our audio archive at iTunes, at Stitcher, and at satellitesisters.com. So enjoy.
1: It's the Satellite Sisters. This is Liz Dolan. Sheila Dolan. This is Monica. Hi, this is Julie. Real sisters, real life, real conversation. I'd get and recreate a place of my own world. And I could be your favorite girl forever. Perfectly together. And down me, boy, now would not be sweet, 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 sweet. Tackling the world one cup of coffee at a time the satellite sisters we are the satellite sisters that's right happy thanksgiving weekend to everyone i'm sheila dolan and i'm here with my sisters liz leon julie and monica hey sheila hey i'm excited for the rats (laughs) oh the lab rats are here that's right and we're going to tell you all about who the lab rats are where they came from and what they do In just a minute. But I want to tell people, uh, Dave Barry's coming up in this hour. That's right. Humorist and writer Dave
2: Barry and his co-author Ridley Pearson are going to be joining us. They have a series of book outs for kids. And uh, the third one was just published. It's called Peter and the Secrets of Rangoon. It's about Peter Pan. It's about how Peter Pan met Tinkerbell and Captain Hook and how that whole story uh, unfolded. And I can tell you that my son loves these books so much. Really? That he did not want to go to school the other day, so he could stay home and finish reading this. I had him read the book before the interview. Oh. He was the Has one. Has he sent in some questions yes, for the interview? Yes. I've got some questions from him and his entire fourth grade class, but it's a really fun series of books. We have wanted to talk to Dave Barry for a long time. Ridley Pearson is a fun, fun guy. So I'm really looking forward to that. Leah, last
3: last week I was uh, downtown. I was in this coffee shop, and there was a mother and a daughter there. And the daughter looked like she was like a tween, and she was reading the book. And she wouldn't put it down. And her mother said... How's the book going? What's it about? And she just was so excited (laughs) telling her mother the story of the book. It's
2: really fantastic. Like, they throw it all in there. It's funny, and it's fantasy, and it's pirates, and it's Stonehenge, and it's London, and it's... It's really unbelievable, So, and they're fun, fun guys to talk to. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Well, as we said before, the Lab Rats are coming up next. Now, let me tell you who the Lab Rats are. For those of you on the weekend, you've never heard the Lab Rats before. You know, when we thought of this whole thing, Satellite Sisters, it was sort of like, you know, growing up in a big family, you divide up the work. and yeah. You know, I remember Liz having a conversation with us saying, so what kinds of things would you like to do on the show? <laughs> and Monica and I were like, well, I don't know. <laughs> It's pretty obvious what, you know, Liz would be doing, Leon and Julie, but Monica and I, we wanted to cook up something we could do together, sort of like what we did when we were teenagers, right, Monica?
3: And we wanted to own something. Yes. Okay. So a we wanted- A signature
1: segment of our own.
3: We wanted to own a segment. So <laughs> I was at the same week talking to a friend of mine who was in the process of- buying new sneakers. She was a runner. And she said, on your radio show, why don't you do product testing? She said, maybe people will send you free samples. And when I told Sheila about (laughs) the possibility of free samples, oh boy, her eyes lit up. So it is the time in the show when we do product testing for you and we come back and report on our findings. Now we sort of limit it to three areas. Food, cosmetics, and cleaning products. Oh,
1: yes. We have tested all three categories. You know, our classic lab rats, of course, is our mineral makeup lab rats. That's right. People are still asking for it. It is the single most requested segment on the show of all time. (laughs) That's right. Every single day
2: we get a letter about it. (laughs) Mineral makeup. Who knew?
3: But, You you know, we have tested, like, pumpkin pie filling one year. Yeah, we got down with that. Uh, Peanut butter. We did sports bras. That was branching out a little bit for us. Frozen entrees, glass
1: cleaners. How about the quick casual chicken caesars? Oh, (laughs) that That was was your (laughs) favorite because you got to go to a restaurant, right? And uh, so we get out of the test kitchen. That's right. We have our gig going now. And you know what? I I would say though the testing,
3: some of the protocols are unorthodox. (laughs) Yes, but I I I mean we attempt to inject a little bit of science into it. But it's really product testing like your satellite sisters do. I mean, if you're interested in something new, who do you turn to? Sure, there's advertisers, but who wants to listen to them? That's right. (laughs) You know, it's your satellite sisters that say, hey, my gosh, I found this great body wash. I want to tell you about it. Exactly,
2: Monica. Can I ask a question? Have you ever gotten one free thing? actually no we
3: have not yeah. no we <laughs> so that I part know. didn't really pan out for you it too. didn't monica but well we... people have offered very kindly offered to send us samples but we realized if they sent us samples of things there would be a built-in bias and you oh. know we do have some high Standard. standards <laughs> well you no. you do i do <laughs> Uh, they're not high standards. They're standards, Julie. <laughs> they're basic standards.
1: That's right. We try to you know, we're like the people. We go out, we buy the products like everyone else, and bring them home and test them out. So that's what Lab Rats is, just in case you know you didn't know.
2: All right, so coming up
3: you are testing soy milk. Was this a request? Yes it was. Suzanne, our vegetarian friend. Well we have many vegetarian friends. So <laughs> Suzanne was like, please test soy milk. So I had to step outside of my bound of regular milk yeah, I'm your a regular milk drinker so it was an interesting test
0: Rats
1: We are the Satellite Sisters, and it's time right now for Lab Rats, everybody. That's right. This is Sheila Dolan here in Los Angeles. Monica's in Portland, Oregon. And Lab Rats, it's that special time in the show when Monica and I road test consumer products and report back on our findings. Monica? Well,
3: Sheila, you know, on our last report, the Lab Rats got glamorous. We tested long-wearing lipsticks. And I I still think I I have some of the remnants of my (laughs) infallible (laughs) brand, the geranium (laughs) color on. Whew. So we got glamorous. Now we're going to get healthy. Suzanne Suzanne wrote to us. She is our able-bodied vegetarian friend, of which we have many vegetarian (laughs) friends. She asked if the lab rats would please test soy milk. Okay? And I think it will kind of balance out the bacon salt that we're also (laughs) doing today. So we tested three popular brands of... We chose the plain flavor, non-dairy, and I'm just going to throw that in there because... Some people may not know that soy no, yeah. is a non-dairy product. Some people don't even know what soy milk is. Okay, It's milk created out of soy beans. Okay? So we tested mm-hmm. plain flavored soy milk. You can find all of these brands in your regular grocery store or in your natural food stores. <laughs> now, we tested the Silk soy milk, the Whole, Whole Foods uh, brand 365 Organics, and the west soy plain soy milk and that is one word west soy west soy that's right all
1: right this is sheila this is my methodology and what i'm looking for you know what i'm looking for i'm looking for a store other than wild oats to buy soy milk (laughs) could there please be another store i could go into When Monica said she could, fi- I could find everything at Wild Oats, I was like, "Rot row, I do not want." You to- just prefer not to go there, Sheila.
0: But they do have soy milk. Yeah, but
1: they don't have food, and the soy milk—who knows what they have lurking in there? Now, uh, as Monica said, if you're looking for milk, you will be disappointed. All right, this is not <laughs> milk. All right, and uh, you know what I realized about soy milk? I cannot yeah. pretend. That I am hiding it in anything else I like to drink it straight I find it it's, it's medicinal really I, huh. mean, I know it has lots of vitamins and minerals in it and that's the way I treat it mm-hmm. I actually like an unsweetened soy milk I don't want any frills I know that sounds gross but just it just, doesn't sound gross it's just your opinion I like it really cold I like to shake well and buy often like they say on the silk soy milk uh, package And, again, I drink it almost in a shot glass, just down it before I leave the door. And I feel like I've gotten my shot of healthy minerals. Monica?
3: Wow. Well, here is my methodology. I kind of tested it three ways. I drank it straight in the little shot glass. I tried it on my cereal, and I really, really tried to like it in my coffee. Now, (laughs) I use some unsalted crackers to kind of clear my palate <gasps> before
1: each Hi, test. It, crackers it says does, it doesn't that leave a crackery uh you know <laughs> <a> residue <laughs> <A> crackery, <laughs> crackery mess, <laughs> crackery mess. I mean, would which, which you have to drink more soy milk to get, it, to get rid of the crackery mess?
3: <laughs> A crackery residue. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, I, I guess I cleared my palate with water also. Cleared the God. crackery residue. Some okay.
1: sherbet or something. I don't no. know.
3: All right. I, yeah, I have to say I like the taste of milk, so I was really looking for something that tasted like milk. That don't go I'm there, <laughs> sister. I mean, I
1: told you that, right?
3: That's what I was striving for. Uh, also, color and consistency are important to me. I don't want a thin, watery <laughs> mess. You know, I don't want something that's yellow colored. And of course, you know, I am always for what looking for what I now call the aftertaste effect. <laughs> if I detect an aftertaste, uh, yeah. I'm going to have to give it like a pause down rating.
1: And eat more crackers? Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, we're the lab rats, of course, we're testing and reporting back on soy milk. Here we go. I'll start with the organic soy milk, silk soy. It costs about two eighty-nine a gallon. All of the brands we tested instruct you to shake the c- container before serving. This stuff is loaded with soy protein, 7 grams a serving. The silk tasted too silky for me. I'll admit it. It's a little too slippery going down. My throat mm. needs to be prepared for that. Uh, I can only give it one paw up, Monica, for that small container to go that, I, you know, you can chug right out of the container. Monica, what do you think of the silk soy?
3: I'm surprised she gave it one paw up. It, It, it was the color kind of. Uh, gross me out. I mean
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's scientific, scientific
3: I gonna, term. I was going to try not to use that word. And it, again, I want to go in with an open mind. I want to love soy milk. So it had a light pale oh. tan color, but compared to the other brands, the Silk brand
1: had a very distinctive did you notice, Sheila, a plant taste? I, to it. I really couldn't put a finger on it, but yes, I, I noticed something, Monica. There, it tasted like a plant.
3: <laughs> I know it's made out of a plant. Is it soy a plant? Yes. Yes, but I have to give the Silk Soy Milk. I'm sorry, one paw down. All
1: right. Okay. Let's move on to the Whole Brands, Whole Food Brands. Three sixty five comes in a curvy recyclable plastic bottle. Don't forget to shake well. Now, seven grams of protein, vitamins and minerals. A little more expensive. Two fifty for the half gallon. I love the recyclable bottle, Monica. bottle monica but i can't justify getting that whole big half gallon uh for 250 two paws down
3: oh i love this stuff i love the whole foods brand 365 i love the packaging the color was pale white it tasted sweet and fresh now there was a little bit you remember it tasted kind of sweet it was not unpleasant uh i i this was the only brand that i really found palatable really palatable Hmm. yes so i'm (laughs) gonna give it one paw up for the whole foods brand
1: okay well i'm dying to know what your favorite is mine was west soy it's comparable to the other brands in terms of protein fat vitamins and price but it's the square container i love the west soy they have unsweetened they have almond flavored. They have the plain. They have the van- vanilla, vanilla. They no. have recyclable. I mean, two paws up for the West Soy. I love this stuff. I, I had a hard time finding
3: the West Soy. I, I mean, told you, ha- you, you had to go. call me. You, you called me from uh, Wild Oats or wherever no, you were. No, Whole
1: Foods has a separate aisle just for oh. West Soy.
3: <laughs> like when <laughs> Sheila called and she asked, "Now is this stuff in the refrigerated case?" Oh, my goodness. Well, anyways, yes, it is. is you know, I, Well, I,
1: some is refrigerated, Monica, but Westsoy is not, so look for it. Westsoy is not in the refrigerator. case. Maybe refrigerated that's why case. you couldn't find it. That's
3: why I had a hard time. That's why I had to go to another store. I didn't like Whatever. I found it. I didn't like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Two paws down?
3: I, I, I'm going to give it one paw down. I didn't like the consistency. It was watery. It was sweet. And, oh, oh boy, there was the aftertaste effect.
1: Oh, no, Monica. I'm sorry. One paw down. Okay, let's recap. I loved the West Soy brand. And, Monica, your favorite brand overall? Was the Whole Foods
3: brand, 365, 365. Organics. Now, I have a little soy Q, uh test. Test your uh, soy IQ from the Silk brand. Soy milk is so delicious, it's easy to get carried away. However, soy milk is not intended for use in A, coffee, B, macaroni and cheese, C, the bath, and D smoothies. Mm. Sheila?
1: I would say macaroni and cheese. No, the bath. No. Oh, you idiot. No. you not supposed to take a bath and soy milk. <laughs>
2: well,
3: why couldn't you? I was going to say mac and cheese, too. <laughs> wow, you guys, you, you got to up your soy queue. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, next time on Lab Rats, we're going to do one for the carnivores. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Thank goodness. Get to eat out. We're going
1: to do quick casual chain
3: hamburgers.
1: So you gotta eat. You know what I mean, Lian? Yeah. yeah, you gotta go out to eat. So that's what we're doing on Lab Rats, and it's gonna be a lot of fun as always. I would look forward to that. Yes. All right, so you've heard it now. If you love the rats, you can go to right. satellitesisters.com. You called me an idiot for the first time. <laughs> I'm really sorry. letting loose. It's okay. <laughs> I can take it. I'm a rat. <laughs> I'm tough.
2: Ooh. It's a crackery mess. Can't <laughs> yeah, blame She's still suffering
0: the from, from the that. aftershocks. Would you ever really buy soy milk again, though? If it wasn't, if you didn't have to
1: test it, would you use it? Just I, as I use it occasionally when I want to get healthy. I do. It's I just buy Monica.
3: <laughs> I, I would try the. I would buy the Whole Foods brand again. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: Monica would. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. All right. All right. More rats at SatelliteSisters.com. They're in our audio archives. They have. You heard them tested everything from mineral makeup to dill pickles. So uh, check it out at SatelliteSisters.com. Coming up next, authors Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. We're the Satellite Sisters. Stay with us.
1: In the dust. So
0: We are the Satellite Sisters. I'm Liz Dolan, and I'm here with my sisters, Julie Dolan and Leanne Dolan. And let me give you a little behind-the-scenes look at what goes on at Satellite Sisters HQ, where the past couple of days, I'm in the cubicle sort of across from where Leanne sits, and it's not very often that I just hear Leanne sitting in her cube chuckling to herself, (laughs) just like laughing, chuckling, giggling, then chuckling again, and Ridley, this morning before the show, I was like, what have you been laughing about over there the past couple of days? She said, oh, I'm just reading all about Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. I am just enjoying reading all of their other interviews, and I loved their book. That's right. So that's, I'm
2: excited to have you on because I've enjoyed your interviews in print. <laughs> your new book, the third of the series uh, of Peter and the Starcatchers, is called Peter and the Secret of Run Dune. Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson, welcome to Satellite Sisters. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is the first day the book comes out. Right, Dave?
4: It's launch day, so it's appropriate to be on a satellite.
2: Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, here's what happened at my house, Ridley, because I, I have a nine-year-old son. who's a huge reader, and so we got the advanced copies in a, a couple weeks ago. So I brought it home. I said, we're trying to get these guys on the show. Here you go. And we had listened to book one on tape, which is brilliant, the, the, book, the audio book. So then I had to run out and get him book two because he said, Mom, this is book three. So we had to buy book three, <laughs> or book two first. So we read that, like, in two days. You know, it's a 500-page book. And then he started right in on Peter and the Secret of the Run And you know what, Ridley? You know what he said to me at one point? He said, I cannot put this book down, Mom. I cannot put it down.
5: We and, love that. That's a condition.
2: And I had to actually. That's
5: because of the uh, the chemical we put on the pages there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no we, that is really – That's the, a immoral for us. We love to hear that.
2: Yeah, I had to actually write a note to his teacher and say he didn't do his homework last night because no. he was he was reading <laughs> That's your a book. First.
5: That's a first. <laughs> That's why we love uh, kid readers because yeah. they just get into it. Um, my daughter goes to an elementary school here in, in uh, Miami where I live. And last year, every day, we'd be walking her to school, and there would be this little girl who was in, I think, third or fourth grade – who was reading uh, the middle book, Peter and the Shadow Thieves? And she'd she'd be walking along the sidewalk with her with her face in the book. And um, the first day I saw her, I went over, and I said I tapped her on the shoulder, and she looked up, and I said. Um, hey, I wrote that book. Goes,
0: <laughs>
5: oh, great. And she goes back to reading
0: <laughs> She's like, Mom, Mom, get this man away from me. Yeah. Not allowed to talk to strangers.
5: <laughs> the point is she did not care at all to talk to me. She just wanted to go back to reading the book, and that's what we really love about it.
2: You know, it, I did. I said to Colin, what do you want me to ask Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson? Now's your chance. You could really maybe get some extra credit. And he said, when is the next one coming out? <laughs> that was well, it.
4: Run is the last one.
2: I know. Why? Why? Is, why was his question? Why? Because this well, is we, such we a might, series. We might yeah. come out of retirement. Yeah, we might. Okay. All right. Us
5: and Elvis. We're, we're, we're made.
2: <laughs> we're talking to Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. They're old friends. They're authors. You played together in that, that famous band that's made up of authors, <laughs> the Rock Bottom Remainders. And then you decided to write this series, Ridley, based on something your daughter had said yeah, to you well, when I you were reading her. Yeah, I was reading her. Peter Pan
4: to Paige, my eldest daughter, one day. And, um... She was, I think, five at the time, and she put her hand across the book and said, but how did Peter meet Captain Hook in the first place? And my little writer's brain went, whoa, that's its own story. Then I went, no, that's its own book. Then I just left her there reading and went off to take notes. And Dave and I play in this band, so I I was down here in Miami playing a gig, and I mentioned it to Dave, and he seemed interested, and we piled up on it.
2: You know, why were you interested, Dave? Because you've made your living. I mean, you're funny. You sold a zillion books. Why for kids?
5: Um, I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: That's always helpful, really. It was,
5: it was, it was interesting because um, I'm a little girl, and I've never written anything that I really wanted a child to read. Yeah. So, and and uh, it just came at the right time. You know, it, it just seemed like, first of all, the idea seemed so great to me, as it still does. Yeah. But also, um, I started working with Ridley, who's, who's a, a good friend for for years, and it just seemed like it would be fun. And we had no idea, first of all, how elaborate it would end up being. We didn't know we were going to do three books. We didn't know they were going to be such big books. Uh, we didn't we didn't have Disney as a publisher when we started. But all those things have been just fabulous. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, we're never going to stop writing books for kids. We may not continue the, the Peter and the Starcatcher uh, series, but we're already working on another young adult book because it's just too much fun the way the, they are just the best readers
2: you know what it, it's funny cuz i i had to have my son again colin recap the first two books for me so uh before i started in on the third so that took literally an hour and a half it took an hour <laughs> That's and a half
4: kids are,
2: yeah. and uh you know included in the books pirates talking porpoises mermaids crocs scorpions no. mollus diplomats and a visit to stonehenge i was like <laughs> by then i was folding the laundry i'm like the pirates went to Stonehenge? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm asking Ridley, did you leave anything out? Was there anything you said, no, nah, that's too far-fetched, that's not well, going to work? It's funny
4: because we, you know, we thought we'd write this 100-page book that explained how a little boy became Peter Pan, and 550 pages later we, we had reached the creation of Tinkerbell, and that was Peter and the Starcatchers, and we just we had a long way yet to go, and now we really feel that with Peter and the Secret of Rundoon, we've pretty well wrapped up the story. There's some other stories we could tell, but at least we finally got, after 1,500 pages, we got a boy to where he could become Peter Pan.
2: Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? <laughs> we do. Because, <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone, and they can print it and frame it, and that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. Liz and in here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we <laughs> Thanks, Osia. So, Dave, what's the deal? Do you have to cut in Ridley's daughter on the on the fees? I mean, well, how much does she get?
5: We have her locked in her room till she comes up with another idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the nice things about these books is that there's a female character in it. It's Molly, uh, it, not Wendy. Wendy's not around yet. Can um, I can I
5: speak to that? Yeah, because uh, Ridley's got daughters, and I've got a daughter. And one of the things we decided right away at the very beginning was. We weren't crazy about the Wendy character, especially in the Disney cartoon version of Peter Pan, because she's just a simpering little, you know, weakling who just, oh Peter, oh Peter,
2: yeah, let me get dinner.
5: That yeah, and that is you know that is not what our daughters are like, and that's not what so we wanted a really strong little girl character, and and that's where Molly came from, and Molly, um, in a way, is is the hero. Uh, I mean, she's sort of co-hero with Peter, but there are many times when Molly is the the strength that that holds the story together and we did we love that character and then on the other side we have Tinkerbell who's not like Molly at all
2: yeah <laughs> and there's a little romance in this uh in this book too which kept me interested till the end yeah
5: that that's another thing we we explored is like if you don't grow old um and everybody else does what if you meet a girl and you really like her yeah oh.
0: and uh
5: that's kind of this wistful thing that it, it starts a little bit in the first book and develops much more in the second and the third it was, peter realizes that you know it's great that he can fly and it's great that he doesn't get older but molly who obviously he's interested in although at the beginning he doesn't really accept that isn't going to stay his age and, and there's this other boy who comes along george who is going to get older with molly and and so that's a sort of a wistful wistful thread in the book, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, it's something women are quite familiar with. <laughs> so, they're growing up and their boyfriends aren't. Yes, yeah. Believe me, it's very relatable. Oh, is that a problem? I didn't realize. No, just, I just, you know, observed it in my own life. <laughs> All right, Ridley, you also write another series of books for kids that takes place at Disneyland, at uh, Disney I, World, right? right? I do. yeah. And so I was reading about you guys that the two of you went to Disney World together.
4: We did. We did a little research there for the Kingdom Keepers.
5: Dave has never let me live it down.
4: I'm I know.
2: Well, that Ridley, is bizarre, that two Ridley grown men. Would...
5: Ridley is a complete lunatic. I, just, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's come out yet in the interview, of your, but he's out of his mind. He's saying, and, and he has this obsession with one plot detail for this book he's writing, which is, well, it's written now, but which is the garbage collection system at Disney World, <laughs> which is all underground tubes and high pressure. I don't know what it is. But anyway, we, we're getting this unbelievable tour of Disney World, and we're seeing, you know, the most amazing things. And and you know characters everywhere, and the behind the scenes of the haunted mansion. Every, everywhere we go, Ridley goes. So where would the garbage go
2: here? <laughs> 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 well, that I, was
4: fascinating.
2: <laughs> so there were no rides. The two of you didn't get on the teacups together. It was all about the garbage, Ridley. I went
4: on a I went on a bunch of the rides to write that. I they let me one of my. One of my requirements was that they would let me into the park at any time. So three different times I went up there at, at 5 a.m. and went through the park when it was empty. And if, if you know, if you want to see something spooky, go into an amusement park with no one in it. Yeah. Um, and then they put me on the rides as they were starting them up. You know, things like uh, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain has 5,000 gallons a minute to go through it. So we walked it when it was dry, and then they turned it on. And I wrote it, and it, it was really amazing to do that. And Dave and I went through Haunted Mansion when it was when the lights were on and saw how they, you know,
5: achieve all the tricks in there. It was,
0: it was probably great. not they so actually scary. Use,
5: they actually use ghosts. They're real. <laughs> <laughs> you they know, People think it's a special the effect, but it's actually a haunted mansion. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's hard to imagine that would be that scary with all the lights on. But it's good to get behind the scenes.
2: We're talking to Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. Their third book in the Peter and the Starcatchers series comes out today, Peter and the Secret of Rundoon. Now you're doing a lot of book signings all over the country. You're even doing one at Walt Disney World in December. But uh, do people come to these book signings now? Are they real fanatics now that this is the third book? Will they come in costume? Will We've they come had as mermaids? Some fanatics,
5: Dave. <laughs> tell them about New York. We were, <laughs> in, we were in New York uh, last year for uh, for the the second book, Peter and the Shadow Thieves, and um, we usually get New York is the most grown up, most adult audience that we get. You know, med- Manhattan. Not a lot of kids there. And um, so the audience was mostly adults. And one of them was a woman in her mid-40s uh, with her husband dressed as t- – she was dressed as Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> full on Tinkerbell. I mean, with wings and everything. And, she, and her husband told us that, that she rode the subway that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and she wasn't insane. Um, well, we don't know that. Well, I don't think she was. We
2: don't think she was.
5: And, but, but her, she she forced her husband to because I guess you can't you don't want to be King Tinkerbell alone on the New York subway.
2: <laughs> so he wasn't just as Peter Pan. He was, he was just he was he was, he, was he was he
5: was sitting as far from her as he could, <laughs> considering
2: that they were in adjacent seats. Do your kids like the books? Do you read them aloud to them, Ridley, or do you let them discover them by themselves?
4: Well, I had a great moment because Paige had asked this question, and, you know, what, two years went by before Dave and I had figured out how to write a book together, which wasn't an easy thing to figure out, and get it done. And, and one night I, you know, went up to a room with this thing literally the size of a New York phone book mm-hmm. and said, remember that question you asked Daddy? Oh, yes, Daddy, I remember well, you know, this book will answer it, and I think we ought to read this together. And she went, oh, she had had turned seven the week before, and she said, oh, no, Dad, I think I need to read that myself. So she, you know, she bit into this 550-page manuscript, and about four and a half weeks later... Uh, she came running into the living room where I was reading. And she said, "I finished." <laughs> and it was just the victory of getting through it. I, I, to this day, I don't know what she thought of it. So.
0: How did you guys write together, Dave? I mean, you're each so accomplished individually. Was that a tricky process?
5: Well, I, I lock Ridley in a room.
0: No, <laughs> uh-huh. so we we um
5: we, we you can't do this if you don't really get along and trust each other. Um, what we do is we we call it ping pong. Um, one person st- writes a chapter, and he sends it to the other person. And it isn't that we don't alternate. It's The chapter is sort of based on the feel of the chapter. We, d- we decide who's going to write which. You send it to the other guy, and he can change it any way he wants. That's the deal. No explanation. You just ah. change it. Send it back, and then you can do what you want. If you want to change some of it back, change it back. And it will go back and forth. That's why we call it ping pong until we both agree that it's 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 the way we want it. And um, it works because we we trust each other, and you, you know the other guy isn't going to change it just to change it. You know he thinks it's, it's going to make it better, and your both of your names are going to end up on it. Uh, so we've we've really we've had we've had chapters that went back and forth a lot of times, but we've had very little conflict um, over the over the years doing it. And now. it's really fun to see
4: sort of this third voice that emerges out of the pages. Oh, I bet.
0: Yeah. I bet. And we don't know who's that. <laughs> yeah. <this laughs> it's, kind of like that guy. it's kind of like
2: Satellite Sisters. Like, we're all sisters, so whatever happens, <laughs> someone has a bad idea, you just, you got to live you with it. just adjust it slightly. Well, you'll
4: regret this interview. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. The book is really, really fun. It's hey, our
5: pleasure. Thanks for having us. Well, thanks for having me. yeah.
2: We're going out uh, with a, a cover by the Rock Bottom Remainders, your rock oh, band. Oh,
4: no! Uh-huh. Yes! <laughs> your <laughs> idea was...
2: Oh, yeah, full-service <laughs> radio show here at Satellite Sisters. The book by Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson is Peter and the Secret of the Run For more information, go to satellitesisters.com. wow I think
0: I think you move, But I got to know for sure. Come on and hold me tight.
1: All right, that was
2: fun to talk to Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. you know the,
1: they're both so hilarious, yeah, they
2: met in this band that these writers put together called the Rock Bottom Remainders with like Stephen King and Amy Tan. And Would
3: you want to be in a band with Stephen King? That'd no.
2: be <laughs> I mean, I just was thinking about that. He might be nice in person. But I liked hearing how they wrote it together. It was interesting. Like, you write a chapter and then I get to correct it. And, you know, yeah. I get to change anything I want, no questions asked. Oh, well, that's uh, to...
3: potentially explosive. It is. Right. Between it is. friends.
2: It, it was... is Anyway, that is a great series of books for kids, the Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson series. It starts with Peter and the Star Catchers. The third one is just out now, Peter and the Secret of Rundune. So if you're looking for a Christmas gift for like a 4th, 5th, 6th, or 7th grader, just get them all three books. They will enjoy it, and they'll be very quiet over the uh, the holidays. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that's what I'm recommending. All right, next week on the show, entertaining Sheila will be back. Looking forward to whatever your movie review is going to be. Julie's going to be here with a fresh international news roundup. Of course, Satellite Sisters of the Week. And we're tackling family dynamics and the holidays. Woo! Okay. Hey, sisters, have a great week. Thanks thank you. Julian. We'd like to thank Joanne Deleos Young for producing the show and Kia Renee for engineering our show. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. Yeah.